0: Yes, they're up, there we go, and we're live. (laughs) Well, a little different than the optimism we had last week. We've seen a complete 180 in the bond market. Um, Country Garden, China's biggest uh, developer defaults, and the world's on fire. But hey. You know, I thought it was appropriate today that we do this. You know, I just thought you know maybe we need to change things up a little bit. You know, and I figured you know the way you're a tie,
1: a bow tie at that. Yeah, I like it.
0: I like it. You look changing changing things up a little bit. You know, looking good, looking Mm -hmm. good. So I just I saw that and I I kind of laughed. I just I just had to laugh. You know, it was it was just kind of fun. So. Our unemployment numbers are holding steady. So this mm-hmm. this was this came out this morning, right? I'm really so, impressed
1: with how strong our economy seems to be doing with these numbers.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, my gosh, um, unemployment fell first time fell thirteen thousand units to one hundred ninety-eight thousand.
1: Under two hundred thousand. This is amazing, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. And, and what were you telling me, you know, how well the companies with was it 50 employees
1: and under? Or so, so the war notice, which is a federal notice, is like they're skyrocketing right now. And this is for companies that have a hundred plus employees that intend to lay off at least 50 employees. And those numbers are at the highest level that they've been in over a year. But we're not seeing it reflected right. on these the these Hold on, let me
0: let me check those.
1: Like, no, I, no I, that's, I just, that's what they got. I, I see how strong and this is confusing because it's like, you know, we talked about this earlier this year. When you look back and you see those those numbers and they got revised up a lot, mm-hmm. um you know, in like August, September, all of a sudden those May, April numbers were revised up. Are we going to see the same thing happen? Maybe not this year, but maybe January, all of a sudden they're going to revise October, November, December numbers up. Was that kind of like they did in March or
0: like the past
1: six months before that? I I, I think that's kind of what we're going to see happen again.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, they don't don't count 1099 people who can't file for unemployment.
1: That's true.
0: And there were 60,000 real estate agents who have dropped out.
1: 60,000 real estate. So wait, real estate's not been the same market that it was?
0: No. <laughs> no no new no. no it's it's uh it's been interesting it's yeah, a little it's bit different a little bit different a little bit different so and i'm I'm sure they've got all the mortgage brokers in this number too right and the processors
1: uh, you know I probably probably do um well mortgage brokers we're all gonna have like you know I think you'll see that number because what real estate is in October yep Yep. And then and then loan origination licensing is renewals at the end of December. So January. That's when we're gonna see loan originators change. Um gotcha. but it's an interesting market. You know, it's not fun for everybody. Um I don't think it's really fun for anybody right now. Mm-hmm. Um, with what's going on with the bond market, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, let's look at ooh. This one, this one kind of hurt today. You know, we are we are fast approaching the five percent yield on the ten year T.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean we're sitting right now at four point nine three, and you know this is we had and it was kind of nice because if you go back a little bit, you know last week we had that little dip. You a know, little nice. bit, like we ooh, caught, maybe we caught it.
1: maybe we'll finally
0: bounce back down right yeah we're like oh maybe we'll maybe we're steady maybe we're steady because you kind of looked at the 50-day average and it's like the 50-day average was down here and it just broke broke that broke another ceiling and it's just not stopping so it's the the treasury is doing what the fed wanted to do so yelling yelling is actually kind of doing uh job. because your mm-hmm. whole premise was to crush you know basically crush the economy um with with the higher with the higher um overnight bank rates but it didn't quite do it but right now what you're seeing is and I, it's because we're issuing so much debt and all of a sudden the people who used to buy all of our bonds China Japan and a lot of these investment companies Mm-hmm. are sellers and not buyers Japan yeah. this week has done a number of things to prop up their currency because mm-hmm. they've been watching they have a they have a target that at uh 1 150 um, that they come in and they support they support their their currency and how do they support their currency they take a bunch of US treasuries sell them off and buy their own bonds yep. They're therefore helping helping their own currency, and yeah. that's you know that's what you've seen out of the, the Bank of Japan, and I also think we're seeing it out of China as mm. well, and the re- main reason for that is right here. Country Garden, their largest developer, and it, what amazes me—you haven't really heard anything about this all week.
1: Well, because it's China, we don't need we got other things distracting us.
0: Yeah, but they defaulted on. St- basically caused a a series of defaults on $17 billion of offshore bonds.
1: Mm.
0: Who would be considered offshore?
1: Uh, Anything that's not in China?
0: Yeah, US. US. (laughs) US pension funds, possibly. Possibly. Who invested in China? Who invested in Country Garden?
1: And I'm sure there's a bunch.
0: Yep, they were supposed to make a 15 million. That doesn't seem like a lot when you've got 17 billion worth of notes. Fifteen million dollar coupon, they missed it. They had a 30-day grace period and they missed it. And that caused roughly seven it's causing roughly 17 billion dollars to go into default.
1: Wow. That's a big that's big. And and that's I mean, gosh, like. Yeah. There's so much going on right now with, and, and you see that we talk about this a lot, like the world economy now, right? Like mm-hmm. we all hear about it. We all see it. But this is this is a direct there's direct correlation. There's direct things with this world of things happening in China that are going to impact us here. Oh, yeah. Right? Um, yeah. And, and, and I don't I think with this bill, the T-bill and everything, like you mentioned, like. The sell-off, this and that. How do they prop up their own economy? They sell America. Like you have all that. And you look at like yesterday, we went through, you know, yesterday we broke through resistant level. I think the first level of support, which was, what was it? 4.875. I think we broke through that, closed at the end of the day. And then today resistance level two at 4.975, which is kind of the top. It's the top of what we have on our sheets right now we Mm -hmm. touched it this morning and bounced down like could we see us test it again today or tomorrow and break through it that would be something that we don't necessarily want to see
0: no no i mean because when we when we pull go in and we look you know mortgage news daily which you know pretty much everyone in the industry uses and follows i mean we hit that number that we you know, unfortunately thought we would hit this year, which is right there, 8% on a 30 year. Mm -hmm. And that's again, top rate pricing, correct?
1: Yeah. And that's top. Like, I mean, when we say top tier pricing, that's what, what a lot of people don't realize is because rates are climbing so fast, a lot of lenders are doing everything they can and compressing on what they're selling and offering to clients. Because if we offered, like, there's no such thing really as a rate that doesn't cost points right now very Mm -hmm. rarely can you ever even have that conversation and now we're having conversations where it's to get the eight you're paying point right like that's the funny part like it's not you know you want to get a mid to high sevens on an fha you're paying something for that and that's and we've got phenomenal prices with what we see and everything else but we're seeing that across the industry as a whole and and i think that's that's kind of where we are right now and it's kind of what the feds want like we're i think we're in la la land like it's
0: but i it's i think it's interesting because the head of the philadelphia fed this week came out and he said we're it's we're gonna hold he wants to hold and it's amazing when you actually feel relief on a hold yeah but you're looking at the other numbers and you're thinking Thought you wanted a soft landing. If I want soft landing. Why would I not cut a little bit? Give me a quarter quarter point cut. You know, show me a little. Show me a little love. You know, <laughs> show, show me. You know, show me you still care. You know, give me give me that give me that quarter of a point. I mean, it's amazing when you look historically. Right here, this is a graph of the change in the effective federal fund rate over the past, over recent history. Mm-hmm. And you see, you know, here 15 to 18, it was very gradual. Yeah. You know, over, over 36 months. Oh, four, oh six, again, gradual over about a two year period. Yep. We went from zero. I mean, this was like rocket launch basically in just over a year, zero to 4.88. Yeah. We, but but you've got analysts out there saying, "Oh, that's not going to have any effect on anything." Ah, oh,
1: not. We don't know. Like, it's good. It's good. It doesn't impact. Yeah, it's
0: it. all good. It's just it's wonderful. But in the meantime, you know, you you get these headlines that when Bloomberg what it said was different than this. Reuters actually put out the truth. You know, Bloomberg said, "Oh, Bank of America made seven billion dollars." Okay, but they didn't have to realize. On the accounting sheet, one hundred and thirty-one billion dollars in bond I, losses.
1: I I just want to have. I just want to say, like, I really wish that I can be filling out stuff and be like, I'm just going to exclude this. I don't have to. I don't have <laughs> you know, to accept I have to, this.
0: You know, if I sold it, you know, yeah, I would lose, you know, ten thousand dollars on my car, but I haven't sold it yet. So, and I'm going to keep it for the next twenty-seven years. So, because I'm going to keep it for the next 27 years, I don't have to realize that. Good strategy. It's yeah, it's interesting accounting methods. You know,
1: I like them. Yeah. What accounting's there for?
0: (laughs) Oh, but we're going to look (laughs) when we go in, and we're looking at at. You know, the February meeting right now, are, you know, I, I kind of get it. You know, you, you're looking at that job support, but you're looking at everything else. And everyone's saying, you know, 93%, they're not going to raise in November right now.
1: I mean, I feel like we've had like this, like we're, we're feeling the bumps. Yeah. And, and yeah, we are.
0: We're, you know, they always say it takes 12, 18 months for it to get into into the system and that's where we are you know we really are and that's why i keep looking like you know hey you know give me a quarter point cut just to you know keep give have some chance at that soft landing yeah you know just some chance because you know what, what are we seeing right now you know builder confidence which had gone up in june and july is nearing, you know, it's low for 2023 right now.
1: Yeah, it's headed back down.
0: It's headed back down. And, you know, the incentives they're giving is absolutely crazy. And this, you know, we showed this a couple weeks ago, but let me, I mean, this morning was actually blew me away because here we go. This is Taylor Morrison on their quick in, quick move in homes. These are homes that are ready, okay. they're finished, they're all done. They had one. At three hundred and ninety thousand, they just cut the price to three thirty-five.
1: That's a big drop.
0: Fifty-five thousand
1: dollars. So, like, like, why would they like? And I'm being like Frank. Like, what is that really saying? Because builders don't want to drop their prices because dropping the price. Yeah, they want to sell it, but that now becomes the most relevant comp, doesn't it?
0: It does, and that's that's the scary part. And this is where. You start to see the price declines. Mm-hmm. This is the this really to me is the start of the not the 2007, but we could see you could see a good 10% drop in prices overall. Strictly because now you've got someone here in Solavita, okay, who's got a, who just bought a brand new house for 335,000. You bought yours last year for 300 say 80,000. Some reason you've got to sell all of a sudden.
1: And you lost now you're.
0: And now you're upside down.
1: I don't want that to happen to me. Yeah. I don't think anybody does. No, that's nobody now wants that to happen. A, and the problem is, is the house you bought for 380. When an appraiser looks at this as a comp at 335. They're then going to knock off additional value off that 335 because that's new and yours isn't anymore.
0: Yours isn't. Yep. And then, I mean, you come down and there's, you know, another $40,000 price cut. About 5% right there. 5% right
1: there. 20,000. 5% mm,
0: price 5%. cut. 20,000. 5%. Oof. 52. 52,000. 15 roughly 15% price cut.
1: Yeah. So I mean these are big, these are big cuts and these are big changes. And the reason why they're selling them is because they can't have them sitting there, right?
0: They're right. losing the money. They're done. The carry
1: cost is now too high. Yep. They got to get them off the books, probably because we're sitting here going, these are probably homes that I'm assuming were finished and supposed to be off the books last quarter, but carried mm-hmm. into the fourth quarter. So now they're like, now we gotta really get them off the books.
0: Yeah. And they don't, you know, builders do everything in quarters mm-hmm. and you've got to put it under contract, you know, by November, mid November so that it closes and it's off their books on December 31st yeah, when they close out their quarter. So they're getting aggressive. And at the same time, they're offering this price. They're the bite. They're offering their buy down still and their yeah. closing costs still. So they're. I haven't looked at the, the profit, you know, the, the, the earnings yet on the builders, but I think come December or January when the new ones yeah, come I, out,
1: yeah, I think fourth it's going to be, it's going to be very ugly for a lot of builders.
0: Yep. Yep. It, it really is. So, but that's, this is where, this is where we got to start keeping an eye on it because this is mm-hmm. what, this is what can start to bring down the whole market is once the builders start start having to do these kind of discounts. And now you've got the resales within those subdivisions. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's something we really, you know, how we fix this. You cut rates.
1: Oh my gosh. Right. Like, and we don't even need rates back. I will say like, I I think it's going to be, I think what, this is where my mind's at now. And you can tell me if you think I'm wrong, Brendan. I think that this whole smooth landing that ever was the talk of the town forever with the feds. Right. Uh Which mysteriously left his language and vocabulary no longer being spoken about the last two times I've heard him talk. Right. I Uh think they're realizing this isn't going to be smooth. This is going to be bumpy. This is going to be like, you know, you know, oxygen masks flying down on the airplane as they're coming down for a rough, rough landing. Right. We're gonna mm, yep. feel it, but this, but just like an airplane that has a rough landing, it's gonna suck for a little bit, for a very short period of time, and then you're gonna mm-hmm. be like, "Oh, we're back on the ground, we're okay." Yeah, I think this yeah, time next year, I feel like it's gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna knee jerk reaction. I feel like we're gonna see a bigger shift, and we're gonna see, I, I mean, the ex- I've seen a lot of experts say fourth quarter next year back in the low sixes. I think it's possible now.
0: I think you're right. I think, and it's, it's unfortunate because these are this quote, the smartest, smartest people in the room, but sometimes here's an easy way to put it. Who are the people who run all the companies? They were the C students, right? Because, because they learn street smarts. They learn, they, they get their hands on things and, Mm and, The people on the street are saying, hey, we need to do this right now. You you, you know, we don't need to go down to four percent again. No, you don't. Yeah. You know, but that that six and a half mark is still in my head. At six and a half, we were still a very steady market. Mm-hmm. You know, and if we can get back down to the six, six and a half, because I, I'm with you. What I see is, you know, we're we're gonna hit some real recession numbers. First part of the year, January, yep. February, March, they're going to knee jerk and instead of doing a quarter point cut now. You know, maybe a quarter point cut in January. They're going to mm-hmm. come back and do all of a sudden July hits and like, oh, we're going to cut it half a percent, or we're going to cut mm-hmm. it, you know, three quarters of a point. And it's like, well, why didn't you do it back there? You know, you've done this long enough. You're supposed to be the smartest person. You, you know, come on, guys. You know, use your heads. You know, like my mom used to say, use your head, Brendan. You know. <laughs> well,
1: what is what, what is uh, what is what is it? The adage that you always say, or quote you always say: a "Recession is when your neighbor loses their job, a depression is when you lose your job." Yeah. Right? Yep. All these people making the economic pop, none of them are really impacted.
0: No, right? They're not. No, feeling they're, it. they're government on. workers. I mean, Yellen has Yellen ever had a private held a private job? I mean, she started in the 70s in the Treasury Department. You know, I, I kind of feel like it's it's like um, the first President Bush, who, remember, went into the grocery store and they had the scanners and he was like, oh, my gosh. What's this? That's so cool.
1: And you're like, wait, no. Wait. Actually, you're I don't like, remember what? that. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> We've um, had them
0: for a couple of years now. You know,
1: <laughs> you know no. um, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, they don't – and you have – You know, and you see a lot of this stuff and the data going out there. And like, I get it. Like I get the frustration. I get it. You know, but it is, you know, the one thing that is interesting is people still need to buy and sell. People Mm -hmm. still need to move. People still need what? You have to have a place to lay your head down at night, right? Yeah. Real estate still turns. The market, there's still opportunities. The great part is, is what? We got inventory now?
0: Yeah. I think for, I think for buyers, we're, we're flipped. We are flipped to a buyer's market. 100%.
1: Yeah. I'm because not
0: I'm to a buyer. Point, I'm, afraid I'm afraid negotiating aggressive.
1: aggressive. I'm getting a temporary rate buy down, a 2 1 or something of that sort to to make sure my payments are going to be comfortable until we see those numbers come down permanently and I can refinance in good shape like i i mean i might be negotiating i'm offering a little bit less than asking price and asking for slow, close yeah. concessions yeah i mean i'm not saying don't it. take my advice like you know not every property you can do that on got to talk to your realtor and figure out what makes sense
0: but i got a client in the 250 range that at 250 they were gone in like an hour yeah you know and those are sitting on the market right now yeah for a week two weeks three weeks
1: well, I think the key here is is with the rates where they are and that those, when you show Mortgage News Daily and it says rates are around 8% right now, that's primary A paper top shelf deal, right? When we go investor, yep. they're even worse.
0: Oh, man. Right? I so imagine. I think
1: in that 250, which investors have been gobbling up, well, now it's the carry cost with the higher rates. You got to be a cash buyer on the investor side for it to make sense. Yep. So I think yeah. that gives more options for those first-time buyers that are in that price point because you're going to have a little yep. bit less competition because you won't have the investors that are financing homes in this market.
0: Exactly, exactly. But w- I do want to bring a good piece of news to, to everyone. And this, I think, is wonderful because you've been working on this extremely hard, extremely hard. And that's being able to... Um, not calculate property taxes in the purchase for a 100% disabled veteran. Go through that and explain what's going on yeah. in State of Florida right now.
1: So this is actually really cool. So I've been working with um, uh, a lot of people. Don't know this, but I'm a state captain here um, for the Association of Independent Mortgage Experts. So for AIM, which is the largest uh, mortgage, um, what do you call it? Group or whatnot um, for mortgage brokers and so forth. But one of the big initiatives that we've taken on in Florida this year um, was really to, to focus on something we've seen other states start to implement, um, but we haven't seen happen in Florida. And that's where you have a 100% disabled veteran, right, in the state mm-hmm. of Florida. And in most states, almost every state, I think, they're exempt from property taxes if they're 100% disabled. But the process has always been that you have to qualify on the tax bill, close on the home, and then afterwards, you can apply for that exemption. So you got to pay extra money. You got to do this. You're, reduced. you're, you're factored into debt to income ratio, all of this. Well, we've been pushing to get this changed. Um, and it simply is getting an exception letter or a preliminary letter from the property appraisers when they have an executed contract and so forth. Well, there's officially been a Senate bill issued, Senate Bill 172 um, in the state of Florida uh, for the 2024 session which is actually proposing exactly this. Um, So it's been a huge point of emphasis. Um, I know that the Florida uh, Association of Property Appraisers is behind this. Um, The DFW is behind this. Um, There's so many strong organizations. AIM obviously is behind this. Um, And we're really focused on getting this passed. Um, We'll have more information about this and how you can. But if you talk to a representative in your area, like bring this up if you're a veteran, bring this up if you're not a veteran, because this helps. When we're talking about higher interest rates or higher this, right? Right now, that mm-hmm. difference for a veteran who doesn't have to—it doesn't cost the state any money because right now, if a veteran does this, they refund back to the veteran anything that's paid if they were if they are 100% disabled, right? Okay. So it's not like it's actually a process in which the state loses money. They don't. This is just making it to where it never has to be factored and done up front, so it doesn't have to be fixed on the backside.
0: Yeah. Right. So and allows them to actually qualify for more. Yeah, They can qualify home. for
1: more home depending on the county and location. It could be 50 to $70,000 in buying power. Right. Like that's a huge, that's huge. Um, yeah. And I think it's just the right thing. It makes sense. You know, our veterans served us They help protect us. They, they, you know, they're there. Like, this is something that they've earned. Like why not make the process a little bit easier for them?
0: Oh, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I agree with you wholeheartedly on that one. So that was, that's something I think is very important, and we need to reach out to all of our uh, associates and make sure that they're letting the representatives know, hey, this is one you can back, you know, no matter what side of the aisle you're sitting on. Exactly.
1: So. Exactly. They, how can you be against that, right? Um, yeah. And if you want more information, if you're watching this video or anything, you know, shoot me a direct message. Um, send me something. I'll follow up with some email, com for, um, some information for you. Brendan will have it as well. Um, this way you guys can know how to support. We're going to make it super easy on some of this stuff to where you can click and send letters to your representatives. Um, and the thing is, is the more we follow up on these things, the more likely we draw, the more attention drawn to it, the more likely it's going to be taken seriously. This thing is going to get passed, um, but it only gets passed if we show how, that it is an important item.
0: Very true. Very true. All right. Well, let's hop in. Numbers. Numbers. Woo. And they're boring. <laughs> <laughs> Our we're we're just holding steady average. You know, this this past week, 346 homes sold, you know, not, not much difference from the previous week at 351. Inventory, we broke the 5,000 home mark, Ooh. which I think is very big because that number, you know, before uh, back in December, I believe we hit that number as well. And it that really did help push everything to, to a buyer's market like early January.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Our condos, condos are taking a beating. Oh, wait till you see the graph. Uh, only 104 condos sold last week. And our inventory increased fifty three. So we've got over two thousand condos sitting on the market right now. And this number continues to actually decrease, which isn't good for sellers, which is our original list to sales price percentage has dropped to ninety three point four percent over the entire market. Mm -hmm. And that over one million. There we go. This. I look back the past two weeks and we are sitting right there. We're 84, 86. Now we're Mm -hmm. roughly 80, 88. You know, the, the high end stuff is just sitting. I actually was looking for a client. We're going to be showing on um, Sunday Mm
1: -hmm. and a
0: couple of these homes have been on the market for nearly a year. Wow. I was like, Whoa, I didn't, I didn't realize that, you know, I've seen Mm -hmm. some 70, 80 days. But one of the ones we're looking at, I believe it's actually 454 days. It's a lakefront ooh,
1: ooh.
0: in Windermere on the market.
1: It needs upgrades.
0: It's
1: Windermere. <laughs> it's probably nice. the '90s. It's gorgeous.
0: Oh, Never mind. All right. All right, all right. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Um. Oh, but you know, you see when you look at our graphs, this number has dropped. Mm-hmm. The period average has dropped about 20, 20 units. In the past yeah. two weeks.
1: I know. I, and, I, and I think we're going to continue like, cause remember we're, we're in mid October, which means mm-hmm. that we're talking, I'm looking at my numbers back here. So contracts that were executed mid September and I'm scrolling back. Let's see. September, Friday, September 15th, 30 year NBS was that five and a half coupon was 90 98.04. Right. Mm hmm. We're on the six percent coupon now, and this morning we're at ninety six point six six. So that's a mat. Like we're on a worse coupon, and we're like, we're gonna see. I think as we get into early November, I think we'll see sales numbers drop considerably.
0: Ah, uh, that's um, ah, yeah.
1: I didn't say I'm sorry. I'm walking out
0: yeah thanks you know you try to give some good news and you just bring
1: me down man <laughs> stop watching before we go into these numbers. No-, no i'm just kidding always watch these numbers there, go
0: <laughs> but I, I, but then again it's i'm going back to as a buyer these next three months if i can structure it right i can still
1: you, you Make talk it about that a deal. you talk about that million dollar, the the high-end luxury. I might no, be I'm asking for everybody. a three two one in the luxury market.
0: Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh. You could probably get
1: it. I, I mean we I've only seen our company has closed one three two one and it was on a on a just under a million dollar property. And it okay. was expensive but that was, I mean, you're talking 3% less year one, 2% less year two, 1% less. And, and here's the thing, like the two ones, and I think this is where we talk and this is my fault, right? And I'm getting off track, but we talk mortgage jargon all the time. We talk 2%, 1%. What's mm-hmm. the primary purchase price point right now? It's that 300 to 400,000, right? That's where the right. bulk of sales, yep. Yep. a $400,000 loan, Right. is roughly that two one that first year that's two percent lower is roughly five hundred and thirty five hundred and forty dollars less a month that's a car payment yes it is that that they're not paying that's that's a big savings and then year two it's like 260 that's your electric bill like these are Mm -hmm. significant savings and i think sometimes we get stuck in the mortgage industry and real estate as we talk in this rate because we're super familiar but the reality is is That's a big savings.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and like you said, I I believe last week is it's that payment. We got to make, we got to start talking about, okay, plan out for your payments, you know, and and what, and what the market's going to do, because, uh, you know, you drop it $500 a month. All of a sudden, hey, but be, have a plan to get out of it. Yep. You know? Because, you know, look at that refinance down the road and stuff. So you, you, it's a plan. It's not just a simple hey, I'm buying it. It's a plan. Oh, let's see. Let's look at our chart for inventory, and you see right here we are up eight point five three percent from January 2023, and we broke the five thousand barrier in homes, which. Actually, nice to see because we needed it. Yeah, we, we need really it, needed swear. it. Yep. And then I, I'm watching this now the temporary off market and the withdrawn. Okay. And we're seeing a consistent, pretty consistent, you know, on a weekly basis, about 50, 60 people are actually taking their properties off the market, either temporarily mm-hmm. or, you know, here people averaging about 100 withdrawals. Um, a week. And, you know, that's, again, where, you know, seller, I think seller expectations, and current reality have just not not meshed well. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's one of those things, it's, it's a difficult conversation, we've got to have these days, with people Mm -hmm. in that, hey, you know, with the rates going up, we're gonna have to tighten, you know, instead of instead of making, you know, Two hundred and fifty thousand on your house, you may be, you may only be able to make two hundred and
1: forty.
0: It's like, oh, that's horrible, (laughs) (laughs) you know. But it's it's important because, like, you know, um, we had a client you and I were working on earlier this week where he would have walked with roughly about two hundred twenty five thousand, but he had a he had a mortgage that he wanted to stay within, and looking at the new the newer homes that he was looking at. He unfortunately it was going to be a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. And one of those where it for him financially didn't make didn't make um yep. sense for him. So he's like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna hold a little bit. I'm like, okay, I understand completely. Cause it, it is a tough decision. You know, even mm-hmm. though you're walking with all this equity, you know, when you look at the new payment, it's it's gotta to mesh together. Yeah. You know. So and then we look at our condos. And condos, you know, sitting about ninety-six percent. This has really gone up, up to fifty days on market.
1: Okay, yeah, taking a little bit longer.
0: Yep. And then here's our graph for weekly sales. Boom,
1: boom. Yeah, that's (laughs) it's just dropping.
0: Yeah, that was that was a bump. That that was that was a bump. So. So overall, I mean, the market. You know, we're Orlando's holding steady. Um, I don't particularly like to see the cuts that Taylor Morrison is making right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think quite honestly, it we're this far if if we can get a little relief from the Fed or from the Treasury, you know, like stop borrowing so much money.
1: Yeah. Um we can we see get us at relief. What's that? We can see ourselves stabilize.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I can see it. I can see it coming back very, you know, very easily. It's just, I think for the next couple months while we're going through, Yellen, Yellen finishes, you know, issuing all this debt. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's, it's amazing that right now we are paying more on our, on our national debt than we are for our defense. And you know what the defense budget is. It's you a know, big roughly $800 billion. Thing. So someone needs someone needs to pull the reins in and say, no, 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 no. We got to cut this. You know, this, this has got to stop, period. Yeah. Absolutely, period. So, all right. Well, that's our show for this week. Thank you, everyone, for joining cool. us. Please like and subscribe. And we will see you again next Thursday. Take okay, care. Guys.